2: Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show where it's actively encouraged to admit that your bag is filled with broken makeup, old receipts and cereal bars of questionable sugar levels for the kids. If on the outside we see a leather-bound, streamlined glamour puss, yet on the inside it's all a bit dishevelled actually, that's sort of marvellous with us. Yay! We're your handbag-fixated hosts, Charlotte Edmonds and Jessica Johnson. Jess and I have many things in common. Fifteen years of friendship, media-centric careers in TV and journalism, and as mums of two, an ever-increasing interest in under-eye miracle creams. Who knew an average of four hours sleep a night over a six-year period could be quite so destructive? (laughs) This is the one where we talk motherhood, emojis and stick men to the soothing sounds of Hove's finest seagulls with a tremendously talented blogger. We've gone all sorts of silly over the brilliance of our guest this week. Whilst on maternity leave from her job in social media and advertising, this mother of two decided to start a blog, bringing to life her take on the parent frontline with her now trademark incredibly funny stick figure cartoons. Word quickly spread and soon the Hurrah for Gin site and Facebook page was entertaining hundreds of thousands of knackered mums and dads each month and was soon recognised with the award Writer of the Year by Mumsnet and Blog of the Year at the Mad Blog Awards. These facts did not go unnoticed by the publishers at Coronet who promptly signed up the creator to pen her first book, ready for release in October. This is the very hilarious Katie Kirby. Welcome to (laughs) Anfrags of Dawn, Katie. Hello. Um, I
3: feel like you know more about me than me. I've never heard someone say stuff like that before.
2: (laughs) It is all true, isn't
3: it? It is true, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just sounds good when you say it all together when someone else says it it feels less like you're kind of showing off or something when you write it about yourself it comes across slightly That's... strangely It just like I shouldn't be saying this
1: I love one of your recent drawings when you were talking about when somebody pays you a compliment in real life and you're like oh no no yeah. not me I'm rubbish and yeah. then you go on, on social Twitter Twitter media or, yeah, like, retweet retweet retweet, it retweet.
3: Well. <laughs> it's totally different isn't it social media it's just you learn that you've got to big yourself up because no one else is going to do it
1: and it goes so against how the way that most people are I think naturally we're naturally
3: we're taught to sort of not show off it's hard to sort of big yourself up yeah it's a lot easier if someone else is doing it I think it just all sounds cringy when you're writing yourself in fact I've done the same thing in my book where I said this is the intro I'm cringy (laughs) (laughs) because I can't help it yeah it's a weird one
2: what's the concept of the book
3: it's based around the blog really it's a similar sort of thing but it's it's obviously going to be a lot longer it's 30 chapters and it's in chronological order it starts from pregnancy and goes through to starting school so it's just kind of like individual your essays obviously punctuated by lots and lots of stickman drawings Is it all brand new stuff? Uh, No it's mostly brand new but it's incorporated some of my most popular posts too. All the early days new. news so I've never talked about being pregnant or giving birth or having a young baby because I only started blogging when my littlest was about six months old I think so that's been quite fun to kind of go back over and think about you know the funny bits and as the a stick man I'm just trying man. to envisage yeah, yeah, funny. a stick
1: man giving birth or pregnant but yeah I, don't,
3: I mean you don't see anything <laughs> that graphic but I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah, I'm never gonna unsee that the bits are all covered up <laughs> So where did the idea come
1: from to do the stick man figures? Because they are just genius. It was
3: just random coincidence in a way. I think I've always liked images and pictures and sometimes you know when you're writing something you just don't have a relevant photograph to share with it. I wrote a post um, about the difficulties of having children and in it I said about one time my oldest came up to me with a little plastic knife and he said, Mummy, I'm gonna cut you up and build a house out of you. <laughs> And I mean so... that's so sweet <laughs> yeah, so <spurry. laughs> I know so <laughs> I thought sort I of said you know the are really hard but ultimately it's worth it one day your child will come up to you and say mummy I'm going to cut you up into bricks and build a house out of you and I didn't have a picture of that obviously <laughs> so I drew like a little picture of my body being used to build a house in just like basic form and then it just started from that really and then people seemed to just quite like the pictures that I did and it seemed to add quite a good element of humour to the post
2: I think what's so clever about your stick figures is it makes them instantly applicable to everybody. But I look at that and go, yes, this is in my house. This is my life right here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how your drawing skills are generally, but I'm sure it was a conscious decision to make them very basic
3: so that it yeah. could be important. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's quick to do as well, so that works quite well. But I think the kind of rubbishness of them kind of adds to it. In a way, it's supposed to be bad. I sometimes do get people, you know, trolling me, going, oh, your drawings are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> like I think that they're really good and I'm gonna go, Oh no, someone's said I oh, can't I've draw tried like, so hard. I know, I know. <laughs> That's my favourite troll type of comment when the people like lay into my drawing skills. <laughs>
1: but they're (laughs) so clever because they're just such good observation of real family situations and
3: the kind of ridiculous elements
1: of parenthood really yeah
3: it's just talking about life really i tried to make it a bit more like a diary as such this is what's happened and actually when you write down what just a normal day's like actually a lot of people are like yeah that's just like my normal day too and you realize that everyone's going through the same trials and tribulations which makes it better and then you can feel quite sad and overcome by all of the you know the pressure and thinking you're the only one that's going through it but as soon as you know everyone else is in the same boat it it's, becomes funny and, and then, solidarity then it's yeah it solidarity well. exactly yeah. did
2: you read other people's blogs before you started your own
3: yeah I did I st- started reading more when I'd started writing just as a kind of you know check out network. the composition. yeah know, networking yeah,
0: networking, yeah, and <laughs> kind of networking
3: yeah and, <laughs> and uh, stealing ideas <laughs> but um, there's more now like raw like you know the young mummy mum and just a normal mummy and eba mum there's more blogs like that now that are kind of talking about the raw and real sites of parenting I couldn't really find anything like that when i was starting to write mine so i think that's what kind of led me to do that a bit as well i wanted to blog about the funny sides of parenting
2: why do you think there's been such a surge with that honesty and that openness about real life with kids
3: i just think people are getting a bit sick of social media just being the perfect rose-tinted view of life it can make you feel quite down can't it sometimes if you're just looking at blogs or just looking at facebook pages you know all the kids are so well turned out and they're smiling and happy and everyone's kitchen looks amazing and sometimes you can compare that to Your life and just think I'm not achieving anything. Look at my house. Look at my kids. It's a state. Saying that, I do still look at blogs that have that lovely, you know, lovely pictures and the kind of rosy tinted view because I like that too. I think it's it's nice to have a mix. So I think there's room for everybody. You know, sometimes people ask me and they expect me to kind of almost like attack blogs that have this kind of pretty, lovely look to them. I think it's nice to have that and it's nice to have the real side. It's nice to have a bit of everything. Well,
2: it's escapism, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you escapism exactly. When you look at your normal life and there's piles of laundry. Yeah. By the way, there is none of that here. It is. Because I have tidied up for you. <laughs> Are you doing that thing that I do if someone comes around and like, tidied up? Yeah. Don't go upstairs! Don't, yeah. upstairs. Yeah. don't go upstairs! The kids go upstairs and you don't come down immediately because there's no more playdates for you. Oh, now the, now the mum is going upstairs to get you because she can't find a sock and then you have yeah. to hold the mum's ankle to drag her back downstairs so she doesn't know the reality of your life. No? Just me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all of us. Yeah. But it's like, if you, you know, you might want to go away to a little boutique hotel for the weekend. It's not mm. normal life, but you don't want to see the same pile of laundry there, do you? That you have at home, no, you know. of course not.
3: You, yeah, it's just about balance, isn't it? It's nice to have a bit of everything. Maybe it's time to start talking about your handbag,
2: Katie. You look like you're pretty organized. This
3: is just all smoke and mirrors here because it's hugely a state.
2: What does your handbag say about you? Um,
3: my handbag is messy mostly. I, in fact, I've actually tied my handbag up a little bit because I went through it trying to see what I was in it. It's mostly full of sand. It's quite compact actually. I've got a bigger one sometimes out of green when I take so I might take that to London later on but this is my day-to-day. What are you doing so. in London later and why does that fancy bag get to go to the business? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i just going to meet my publisher yeah so talk about plans for the book. Was the publisher
2: a fan of yours and then approached you?
3: Yeah actually she was I think it, and they approached me quite a long time ago before I had that many followers. She was on maternity leave and so she'd just come across my blog anyway which was nice so she'd been reading it from a personal perspective and then said oh you know hey have you thought about writing a book and I said well you know maybe um <laughs> and it went from there and then um I got quite a lot of coverage on my blogs it went in the daily mail and things like that and other people kind of picked up you know then I get people to start to recognize me or come up and say things to me and I still feel a bit of a thought like I still feel that's weird or people go oh I really like you, you're really funny I'm like oh funny it just doesn't feel real in some ways
2: you came from a social media background didn't you
3: yes I did yeah I've always worked in advertising and then I got more into working in social media particularly after the birth of my first son so yeah it was kind of a natural progression I used to work identifying influencers and bloggers and stuff too so it's like, oh you know maybe I could try it from the other side I have written kind of blogs before in the past and I've always kept diaries I just love writing so I didn't expect people to read this you know I didn't go out there expecting anything to come of it I just thought I'm gonna start blogging about my kids because I like writing and it might be a nice thing to do there was no other agenda apart from that at all but then that's the thing that makes it authentic so although you've got that
1: brilliant background in advertising and Mm. social media it's not like a kind of um contrived thing where it's like okay well it's this, this many hits and i'll post this many times and that yeah. sort of thing
3: it does take a lot of time blogging and you don't earn money from it either yeah. really so well you, you can you know but i've always been like no it's about the writing for me and so i don't do all the kind of sponsored posts and you know reviews so i don't really get any benefits out of it so to speak the benefit i get out of it is because i enjoy doing it and i enjoy that people enjoy it why did you make the decision to not be sponsored i suppose i just felt like it would kind of annoy people a bit you know when you come to someone's blog if the content's hidden between editorials and sponsored stuff it just doesn't come across in the same way and i just want it to be all about the quality would it still the be the
2: same if you got a phone call from mr bombay sapphire <laughs> hello <laughs> i believe that's how he speaks yeah. <laughs> hello i have a lifetime supply
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah i've got yeah i've had quite a few and sometimes gym companies just come to me oh, i just really like your book Can we just send you some gym like no agenda nothing just have some so uh, but i'm sitting here going
2: why didn't we think of yeah. this? <laughs> you have no. people ringing you asking for <laughs>
3: you gin yeah. well, when, I, when I decided to name my blog I literally decided to start it on the sofa one night with no real thought and my husband I said what are you going to call it I'm okay oh I'm going to call it like Send you gin I'm going to call it hurrah for gin because you know the mum connection with gin and I like gin and he goes oh don't call it that because no brands will want to work with you and I was like well I don't really care I don't want to work with brands I'm just going to write a blog about the kind of realities of being a mum but actually it's worked out quite the <laughs> only freebie that's actually you know that's probably one of the only freebies I really want I you know, as your husband
2: now got one of those hats but instead of beer on each side of the straw he's got a bottle of Plymouth <laughs> <Yeah. pinaf laughs>
3: on each side yeah. I love the blog the <laughs> name is genius yeah the thing is although I do really like gin but it's not something I drink relentlessly like every night I, tr- I tend to drink wine more commonly so gin would be more like a aperitif on a, like a Friday or something like that so I've got loads now to get through loads I've out of your for a like, few years such a difficult I position <laughs> I mean, really, my it's heart terrible. is bleeding
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny isn't it the way that when you you look in the top of people's blogs the top of people's twitter feeds there's usually top three wine or gin is listed it's like the you know lover of
3: like i get people from america though and it's just not really the done thing i think to sort of talk too much about you know it's kind of frowned upon apparently people don't drink at home that much here i just think people it's just english isn't it everyone likes drinking and especially um, when they've
1: had kids and you don't want to have to pay kids, for a babysitter yeah. just no, you know exactly. when you normally go to the pub. i do
3: get people like then saying oh you know you are promoting <laughs> alcohol too much and things like that but i don't know i just think just like a drink sometimes i don't hardly ever get drunk you know usually it's just i have a glass of wine in the evening like some people just love to get offended and that's the internet you're always gonna offend some people and who do you think you are trying to be funny about being a mum i don't want to see that so i get people you know to take the time to find my email address and write me an email email to tell me that I'm not funny you Just back, you don't want to find I'm funny, like but why are you trying to make me feel bad you should it's do
1: like crazy. a special stickman picture, kind of standard response yeah I should actually, I'm that's really a really funny. good idea okay. like that's a big delete yeah, on the screen, yeah okay that's
3: a good idea Maybe I might just make them more irritated I try not to overthink it too much because if I think about who I'm going to offend with everything there wouldn't be any humour in it because it'd just be so bland and boring, part of being funny or comedy is that slightly things that other people might not say. Your son's not going to chop you up and make a house out
0: of you. Yeah. That's completely strange. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
2: I think you've reinvented your career haven't you so that you can be here Mm. and work in a flexible way we've tried to do the same thing it means working through the night but you know who needs sleep I do look at my complexion look at it I really need it
3: in my book I interview my mum and dad for one of the chapters on how their parenting experience was versus ours and it's all just we didn't know what anyone else was doing it was harder because you know you had to wash the nappies all the time and there wasn't as much stuff and all the toys and so in a lot of ways the physicalities of it were a lot harder, but no one was judging you, no one was comparing, no one knew what anyone else was doing. You didn't have the internet and celebrities and you know people going, oh, we should do this, You should do that. You just got on with it and they didn't care. So it was really interesting how it was harder but easier at the same time.
2: And yeah, and our life is easier and harder at the same time. We mm. have more guilt, yeah. more fear, more are we doing the right thing? Yeah. More constant judging of other people and ourselves. Exactly. And uh, but actually probably doing damn good job in a yeah. lot of ways. Not every day. <laughs> yeah. And not all day of that day, but some of it. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> so-
1: of most days yes yeah <laughs> high fives all round hey. yeah. so Katie do we think we should have a rummage in
3: your yes. bag Okay. first item right oh okay so I had a lipstick in here oh that's a good colour it, does stay on really well actually
2: but not in that kind of stay on just around the outside of your lips so you look like a woman over the age of 70
1: <laughs> and then the rest of it on your teeth uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: exactly that's like the Barbara problem. that's the problem with putting on lipstick like this I don't wear makeup that much because often I work at home. Quite a lot, or sometimes I'm just going to do the school run, then I come back home, and then I do the school run, then I come back home, so I'm not even really seeing anybody. If you're just gonna go out for an impromptu drink, your outfit's a bit rubbish or you're not wearing that much makeup, you can just put a bit of lipstick on it, totally glams you up.
1: It sort of works a bit like the glass of wine when the kids are in bed. Yeah. Slick of lipstick. Hello! Yeah. I'm back to pre kids me. <laughs> yeah,
3: definitely. What was pre-kids you like? I was in London, so I only moved down here just as I was pregnant with my eldest working in advertising in London. I liked going out. Quite quite a lot basically. <laughs> yeah, I was, wouldn't um, you? Yeah I was, you know, I've always been quite a social person.
2: If you had to draw stick characters of your pre-child life what would they be like?
3: They'd probably be very similar to what I'm like on a night out now because so, <laughs> I haven't changed to be honest. I don't go out as so much anymore but when I do go out I'm just the same. I never want to go home. I'm just always the one that's kind of like no let's go for another drink. I love dancing. I love to have a dance so I'm always on the dance floor.
2: Don't you find it annoying that as you get older you have to to have dinner first and wait till 11pm to dance like <laughs> yeah. to be to not be frowned upon I mean like you can do whatever yeah I always want to just go and dance and my favourite well. is when a club or something first opens and there's no one else on the dance floor
3: yeah and I can you can have it all to yourself do you um... <laughs> we do much more going out for dinner now with my friends it's hard isn't it to go out because also you know when you go out dancing it's usually quite a late night so you just don't have the time or can't spare the hangover but um, on the rare occasions I do I absolutely love it it's such a relief It's just so euphoric dancing. I just think it wakens up this joy in you that nothing else really does.
1: I get those moments sometimes when I'm in the car on my own a song that I absolutely love comes on and you can just whack it it up up. without anyone going, No, I want to listen to Jack and the Beanstalk or whatever. (laughs) Exactly.
2: That's fine as long as we can go. Omch, 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 yeah, omch, yeah, um yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. But um, dancing is important. If anyone is listening who owns any manner of clubs or bars, please introduce a uh, just for mums early dance floor night. <laughs> yes,
3: but so starting at eight. So I'm more for the like, yeah, early eight pm disco. Yes. You can have a few drinks, then get home for eleven o'clock. Yeah, and still before you
1: have to do <laughs> pay time and a half to the
2: babysitter. Lovely, yeah, hey, come it. on, yeah. someone. Mm. The good thing about going out with other mum friends is they're often in the same boat. I don't know about you. When I'm with friends who've got kids we don't really want to talk too much actually we sort of do You know, we've all
1: said what needs to be said in the past yeah. let's just go out kind of like this is only Charlotte you're not so keen on emojis are you
2: not at all yes, get rid of
1: them massive emoji <laughs> fan and it really made me when you were saying in the chicken pox diaries but how yeah. you and your husband correspond we sometimes. do my husband do and I you? do and it just makes me laugh there are some times where you just think it's too much effort to write the words and you just need the pictures to just yeah <laughs>
3: It sounds quite sad, but sometimes we literally just text using only emojis, and you've got to try and work it out like a game. It's like cryptic, I it's yeah, hysterical. <laughs> it just makes me laugh because we. You've got to get involved. I can't and get involved. So no, I won't
2: be changed. I'm the dancing very ladies
1: for a night out. I mean, nothing. No yeah. words will ever. You could just write dancing ladies. Just the picture.
2: And some
3: cocktail glasses. And the cocktail glasses. And some like hand Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: I will concede that I can see <laughs> some benefit. However, when I walk past a shop who now sell emojis cushions so they are saying sit on my face (laughs) what is that no this is see sometimes merchandise doesn't need to be invented yeah so i stood the first time i saw that my arms became heavy and i thought what has happened to humankind yeah (laughs) the destruction of english language i like all the words to be in every (laughs) sentence (laughs) so that's why emojis make me go oh so i don't belong in the 21st century i belong in victorian times (laughs) anyway that's me so the glamorous lipstick Yeah, I love the fact that you did a dress like a mum post the other day and I don't want to keep harping on about the stuff you've already done because your fans will already know about it but oh good god I cried with laughter the fact that you went oh no I dress like a mum so do my children so yeah. does my husband so does yeah. everybody I know <laughs> let's
3: immediately go
2: to London
3: it's it- really annoying because I think this is just more pressure that people put on mums it's just like mums can't do anything right you either dress too frumpy or you make too much effort you're too perfect. Look at you know people don't like it if you dress completely not like a mum either they're like oh who does she think she is with all her immaculate hair and makeup and clothes no one says that to dads no one is like you know dads just wear a t shirt and jeans and trainers every day and I think that you know magazines and brands and advertisers they all play into the insecurities they're trying to convince you to spend money on stuff that you don't need really that you'd feel better if you you know you stop being so mumsy all the time but there's nothing wrong with being a mum I'm quite proud of being a mum you know I don't care if I look like a mum you know why is that a bad thing to look like what You are. I agree. And we want to be able to rock
2: out at our 8 o'clock disco (laughs) with our red lipstick on. (laughs) The, about the balance the other night I went out because my younger sister turned 18 and I thought I am going for it so I popped on a little <laughs> black dress it was horrifically low cut I thought why not
1: <laughs> you look fabulous oh thank the you pictures well very so kind glam. of you
2: very kind of you but what happened it was a big family occasion we went to this beautiful restaurant mm-hmm. and at this big family table I went down to the loo and there was a guy there that needed some assistance and I helped him and my mum came out of the loo behind me and um we got back to the table and she went darling that was very nice of you she said I have to be honest though I came out of the room and thought oh there's that dirty old man with his hooker and then I realised it was my eldest daughter helping a blind man up the stairs so darling appearances can be deceiving and then she said and she said in my because de- I was obviously horrified and went the dress was wrong she said, in my defence I did think you were a high class hooker <laughs> Yeah. One. Oh. if i eat my dinner can i get to the moon someone is telling us we have to move on to your second okay item, let's um, have a yeah. look in your bag
3: so this is oh, emergency oh look that's quite a
1: stash emergency there sweets. emergency sweeties and um, the bribes for
3: uh, the children or mummy just these situations where you're kind of out somewhere and i particularly somewhere that you might be like in a queue or waiting or they're kicking off and you're just like ah, a lollipop is a life saver really because not only do they distract them make them happy but they also can't talk when they've got them in their mouths <laughs> it's like a win-win situation now really. do, do
1: you kind of add to the distraction by giving them to them fully wrapped or do you unwrap them no
3: for they them? can't you could do that actually so you're open like, it yourself try and get into that which yeah that, i might try that's a really good <laughs> idea yeah because that's they are hard to do i yeah. also
2: have the emergency lollipops
3: where do you stand on people frowning upon sugar intake of children i just think mind your own business to be honest nothing to do with you um, i suppose some people are very healthy eating organic snacks no sugar things like that but i've never been like that i've been a bit like slip the baby a bit of chocolate because have you seen what chocolate does to baby's faces <laughs> it makes them brilliant. happy you know it's like <laughs> say, you've only got one life haven't you and i just think when there's joy to be had you should get involved different and, photos um, as it's well balanced. just everything in moderation i think Mine are fussy eaters though and i'm sure quite a bit of that is my fault i don't know i just think there's more important things in life to worry about i was really fussy eating as a kid, I you know I didn't eat any vegetables, so I was about twenty-five, like literally nothing apart from chips. Potatoes
2: are a vegetable. Yeah,
3: <laughs> pota- yeah. So potatoes—that's the only thing I ate, though. Potatoes. So twenty-five—that <laughs> is interesting. Yeah. What was it that made you have a vegetable? No, really. I think <laughs> I just started liking a couple of them, and I don't know. I think your body, as you go old, it starts recognising the, the need for different foods, doesn't it? I grew up eating Bernard Matthew turkey burgers and Angel's light, and oh crispy the pancakes was the eighties, wasn't it? And, yeah, and that was quite normal to be honest. I think. Now probably kids have a better diet than they yeah. ever have. We're veg obsessed now, aren't we? I actually yeah. heard
1: that a vegetable butcher has opened up in London. All I was way. like, can you
3: imagine going in
1: and asking for a fillet of carrots or something? Exactly. What, what, <laughs> that's just a greengrocer, <laughs> yes, isn't it? I know. Like, it People often just invent stuff for the sake of it. That isn't peak a thing. gentrification. That is uh, that
2: right is, there. Yeah. I remember there was a kid that came over after brownies that wouldn't eat vegetables, and my mum every week she came over would give her one extra pea on her plate and make her sit there. (laughs) she ate it so we got up to the grand total of five peas so she came over for five weeks after brownies and my mum got a phone call going and she doesn't want to come over and play anymore you're force feeding her peas and my mum went (laughs) I am (laughs) put the phone down you're going to have to get a new friend Um, I love your (laughs) man she's a legend she's so funny she is brilliant where do you stand Jess on feeding your virtuous veggie person you give your children pretty
1: healthy stuff pretty good my son is definitely a vegetable dodger my daughter's really into her veg so that's lucky I don't know I mean again everything in moderation and you'll have some days where everything on the plate is beige and then other days where it's a little bit more colourful so it just depends doesn't it and kids one minute they'll go i really love runner beans and you go yes and you'll run to the nearest supermarket
2: you buy runner beans love them and then next week no take these away what are they Disgusting, (laughs) so offending. my daughter informed me yesterday made her bacon she uh no mummy i only like bacon on thursdays i'm like
1: (laughs) (laughs) bacon thursdays
2: (laughs) how did you not
3: know (laughs) i only like bacon on thursdays this is the sound
2: of someone telling us we have to move on to your third and final item right
3: Oh, here we go. It's just <laughs> like a Lego reward card, really. But VIP? What makes this VIP? Oh, well, to be honest, I don't know. I think this is... I'm not that super special. But we go to Lego shop quite a lot, basically. So um, your my son's, son's... obsessed with <laughs> Lego. He's nearly six, so he's just everything Lego. We have them. They take ages to build. Then they get completely smashed. And then they get mixed up with all the other Lego in a massive soup. And then they never get made again. Then every morning he comes down. You've got these big tubs of Lego. And you just hear this is the worst sound ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the sound of it just like, and it's always at like half past eight. Just as I'm like, get your shoes on, get your shoes on, we need to go, and then you just hear that. <sighs> And the Lego's emptied everywhere. Is there anything,
1: bar childbirth, which is more painful than stepping a Lego. on Lego?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that is bad, isn't it? And drives me mad, yeah. Lego. It just takes so long to scoop it all back up again. It's just the little things that really push you over the edge. Yeah, That sort of general mess, that yeah. level
2: of destruction that we all live with as parents. <laughs> yeah,
3: Your priorities change. And, you know, when you're younger and you're quite carefree and you're out quite a lot, you're like, well, who cares about this? But, you know, when you've got kids... And you're spending a lot of time at home. Just all the little things can sometimes become more consuming. I think. I now look at my life and go, "Why is it so messy? Why is everything
2: breaking? Why is it?" But yeah. I used to be much, much worse pre-kids. At the moment, I'm driving a car that I think the suspension has gone. It's like driving a Honda CRV that has been pimped. That's really annoying me. But in the old days, I'd have done that and left it, and it wouldn't have annoyed me at all. Or this morning, I dried my hair using a hairdryer. Sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. It's very exciting. Has huge sparks that fly out the back, and I'm like. <laughs> Like, oh, God, I must fix this. <laughs> but in the old days, I'd have just found that really amusing. I'd have quite like, enjoyed it. Like, look at the audacity of my hairdryer trying to injure <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm to set my hair <laughs> on flame. <laughs> on fire. I used to almost pride myself on the disarray of my life and be like, who's going home for dinner? No one! <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's weird. I think maybe there's more things out to get you when you're a parent. So you're kind of like, why is everything trying to get me? Feeling attacked by your kids all the time. They're kind of boysy boys. It's all about guns <laughs> and shooting and killing people. People, to be honest.
1: But speaking of the kind of casual violence there associated
2: yeah. with children you've blogged before about the gender differences where do you stand on that?
3: I totally believe that all children should be able to play with whatever they like so I've tried to encourage that in my kids like we've got a little if you can see over there it's a toy kitchen just round the corner. Oh, yeah. I use it to, because I make cards and stuff, I stack all my stock in there, because they don't play with it, and I did have a little buggy for them, and they liked the buggy, but they liked using it as a battering ram. And to then, be fair,
2: a lot of mums use buggies as battering rams. as well. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Out that's my way. Way. I probably learned it from me without me knowing. <laughs> but, um, so I've tried to kind of do that, but no, they're really boysy, and I think that's fine too. Almost some people think it's negative to have a child that follows the stereotype, mm. but that's just something within them. So as much as I believe in all kids should be able to play with whatever want i sometimes get a bit annoyed at the fact that people look down on it almost like they go too far the little girls want to wear these princess dresses and they're kind of like well oh, no don't do that because i want you to kind of you know not do that girly thing but they're just kids they just want to have fun so if they like princess dresses let them wear princess dresses that's fine you know and ultimately i think all kids kind of grow out of that phase too and you don't get many teenagers wanting to wander around you know in princess dresses and stuff so you obviously haven't <Yeah>. Can you touch your nose on your toes?
2: That is the sound. Unfortunately, of someone telling us that, that is the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much oh, for being just for the most me. phenomenal <laughs> guest.
3: How's your handbags at dawn experience been? Brilliant. It's been really fun actually. It's just been like a nice chat.
2: Katie, where can people find you on social media?
3: They can find me uh, my blogs for and then I've got a Facebook page forraffagen and Instagram as well. So yeah, I'm everywhere really. Brilliant. And your book is out when? <laughs> it's the sixth of October, just in time for Christmas. Like, yeah. Thanks Thank you so much for having us,
1: Katie. It's been brilliant. Thank you very much. We will be on Twitter and Instagram at Handbags Podcast. But
2: until next week, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye
2: -bye. Bye
1: -bye. Bye -bye. Mommy! I don't fucking now. Yeah, you
2: can.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.